Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Banecdotes. And I'm your host, Phil Paxton, and you're listening to Banecdotes, the podcast that showcases Ontario heavy acts such as hardcore, punk, screamo, deathcore. Uh, we take all those artists and we bring them on the show and have them tell some of the wildest stories that they have. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a high rating. Follow us. And uh, yeah, check us out on Instagram. We're on Instagram. That's at Banecdotes, B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you feel like being on the show, uh, shoot me an email, banecdotes at gmail.com. Today, my guest is Finley Blake. He is in a band called Last Wretch. They're a brand new band out of Niagara. He caught my attention because he started a project last summer called Murder. And they're super cool. They're like tech, death metal, super like deathcore, heavy, real heavy stuff. I was under the assumption that they were still a band. Uh, but as you'll hear, you'll find out that they are not a band. And Last Wretch is the one that's going strong now. And I've received a couple emails from a few listeners. And I, I hear you. And we're going to do I'm going to switch up a bit of the formula of the show. I'm going to play a bit more music of the guests that I've been featuring because some of you think that just one song isn't enough. And some of you think that the podcast can run on the short side, which is true. It can. And I apologize. So I hear you loud and clear. So we're going to make it happen. We're going to start this episode off with Wallowing Infectiveness by Last Wretch. Thank you. 
Finley, thank you for joining me today. How have you been? Good, man. Good. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Right on. So I've let the listeners know what you do, but tell us in your words, your role in the Ontario heavy community. Uh, you know, I just, it's, it's kind of like a, you know, we're just kind of like a rare breed in such a way. So it's really great to just be a part of it in any way. Again, it's great just to like show up for shows, you know, check out local bands, buying merch, but, uh, no, it's great being being able to be a vocalist and, you know, even just a, a little band like we are right now. But, no, it's great. Right on. You've been busy over the last year. You started two projects, uh, Murder and The Last Wretch. Uh, did you have any bands before those? Uh, what got you started playing music? Yeah, it's funny. So I've been kind of dabbling in it since I was grade eight. I think we, uh, we started our first band in grade eight, and I was playing drums. I can't play any instruments, so it was absolutely brutal. But, like, the kind of thing, recording on, like, an old tape player and, like, bringing it in class because we thought we were so hard. So we did that for a while. And then all the boys were a little older than me. So when they went to high school, they started this band called Acts of Burial, which was more like a – it was like a metalcore kind of thrashy-esque. And I wasn't playing any instruments at that time. But I was just kind of hanging around the boys. But no one could really scream. So I <laughs> – like, just the basic <clears> – <throat> Yeah. But no one else could do it. So it just kind of started from there. And I just happened to get into uh, singing that way. So we had that band for a bit. And then, yeah, probably grade nine, maybe 10, we started this band called Deceased the Spawn. So that was kind of like our high school projects. All th- like all throughout high school, we played, uh, released this super shitty demo, uh, played like a community center show, played like a show at the Casbah. Nice. But we were more kind of into like the partying with it. So, like, every Friday, Saturday, it's like, yeah, we're going to jam. But, like, it mostly turned us just fucking slamming pints. <laughs> so, uh, but we did, we did that for a while. And then uh, all the boys left. Everyone started doing their own thing because high school was ended. So, you know, people were going off to school. I went up to Thunder Bay, so I was way up nowhere. And uh, so things just kind of died. So we really didn't do anything for, for seven years or something. Yeah, with that last project, Murder, it just started us with getting back kind of starting to jam a little bit and you know every Tuesday we we'd show up and play some of the old songs but we would just realize how how much fun it is so uh, we started taking that more seriously and then uh, and then yeah we put out that demo and then that kind of fell apart but so uh so murder's not a they're not a project anymore they are not a project anymore classic musician just kind of petty drama which actually was the almost the catalyst for starting this new band, Last Wretch. Cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, murder, murder is not a thing anymore. Oh, it's a shame. I, I really enjoyed that uh, those tunes. So, do you currently live in Thunder Bay? No, no. I'm currently in St. Catharines. Currently St. Catharines. Oh, right on. Right yeah, on. yeah. Cool. Did you did you grow up in St. Catharines? I grew up just down the road in Grimsby. So I'm a Niagara boy, but like, yeah, I grew up in Grimsby. Went to school in Thunder Bay, and then. Uh, it's cool. Like a year and a half ago, me the, and the two guitar players actually moved into a house in St. Catharines. So we're all, uh, we're all here right now. Oh, super rad. Um, so what, what, what got you uh, in Thunder Bay? What were you doing in school? Like what were you doing uh, for, for school up there? Uh, so I'm an educator. So I was going up there for, uh, for, for teaching. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, uh, when I'm not, you know, ripping metal, that's what, uh, that's what I'm doing. 
So, so you're, you're teaching like full class. Yeah, I'm, a early, I'm an early childhood educator right now. Are you working right now because of the COVID? Yeah, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm in a school right now. And uh, yeah, COVID, I mean, other than like a lot of cleaning and restrictions and stuff. No, it's, uh, it's, it's still on go. Yeah. Right on. How vastly yeah. different is it uh, from teaching, uh, uh, from playing in bands? It's funny because a lot of people see me as this like big hard like metal guy sometimes, and uh, that's that's like the, the first impression. And then they get to know the other side of me. It's just like sweet, gentle guy that loves teaching. But I love the metal because it lets me. It, it's cathartic. You you get to you know release all that shit that's pent up inside of you all the fucking time, even but if it's from school or whatever. No, I don't have to be that that bear. I could just be that big, dirty asshole just ripping rocking out so it's it's nice having that like dichotomy that's awesome um yeah so what have been some of your favorite bands uh so some of your favorite ontario bands within the last year or so what's got your attention yeah cothra cothra's pretty sick yeah cothra mm. put out a really cool yeah. release yeah the tenants they put that out a while ago um or no well, like not too long ago uh dust walker another one super heavy yeah yeah um, if you were, if you were actually, while we're on it, if you were to create a, uh, a festival made up of only active Ontario bands, uh, we'll say our bands are already playing, so like Sinner and Last Wretch. Uh, what other five bands would you have on the bill? Would you have with Duskwalker, uh, Cothra? Oh, you know what, man? I'm actually not overly well versed. Sounds like a dick thing to say, but with uh, with a lot of the tunes in in this area. That's fair. That's fair. I mean. <laughs> With a lot going on, uh, it, it can be hard to uh, catch up with. Because, I mean, that's, that's part of the reason why I'm doing this show is because there's so much music coming out of our province. Uh, so that's, that's why I want to kind of stop and showcase it all, just because there's a lot of rad talent. And I don't necessarily think they have the platforms to get the light that they deserve. No, absolutely correct. Everyone wants to branch out and just, you know, listen to not not like the staples but like the bigger bands and yeah no they totally well like i'm doing right now just failing to realize how sick the uh you know the talent around here is but it's nice being in last wretch now and like working with davis and like meeting some new people i'm figuring out like how sick it actually is as well uh how did how did davis come about being in the band davis is uh really well known for the listeners for for he, he plays uh drums in kothra as well yeah did he play drums on the murder uh yeah record he, it's funny so no he didn't he produced it but during during the recording like on our off time and stuff talking john the guitar player had always wanted to start this like old school death metal band yeah um because uh he was starting to get really into big into like the maggot stomp record and like listening to all the classic just classic cannibal corpse like the bleeding like entombed and whatnot murder didn't want to go that route and it was pitched so many times but what was it said no, we don't want to do that stupid caveman metal. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> but so John and kind of Davis were kind of shooting the shit. And because uh, originally it was going to be John and it was going to be me on vocals with just the drum machine. And it was just going to be like a fun side project. Yeah. They were kind of talking about it at uh, during the studio. Davis was like, yo, like I've, I've always wanted to do that. Like, why don't uh, like I'll play drums, which was sick because he's a fan, fantastic drummer guy rips yeah he's super and good at drums really good we have the other guy derek that was in murder we were just threw it out like hey like do you want to do you want to play some rhythm and just fuck around with us outside of outside of murder so that's how that kind of started and that was just by chance we uh what's this guy oh, i forget his name 
but he he knew Davis and we were at uh, Trust having a pint and he just walks in with like the Chris Farley overdose t-shirt yeah yeah and just like automatically it's like oh my god full of hell like get over here that's amazing <laughs> and uh we mentioned we were kind of looking for stuff and he's like oh do you know davis like everyone knows davis we're like yo who is this davis guy so we just met davis kind of by chance through this guy reached out to him and then uh, kind of took off from there that's interesting that's always funny how the relationships like that uh you know stem and spark like that yeah no absolutely and he's just like the nicest guy Oh yeah, Davis is like one of the nicest people I know. Yeah, just just a great heart. <laughs> so I've noticed, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that longboarding has been a hobby of yours, or at least in the past. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, like ten years now or so. Oh, awesome! Yeah, I absolutely love it. I mean, uh, it wrecks me all the time, but it's just so much fun. What are some of the biggest hills you've ever bombed? Uh, we used to do like some of the escarpment hills in in Beansville, and uh, yeah, like Grimsby, Beansville, a little bit in Hamilton. Like I, the, the fastest I've probably ever gone is uh, around sixty, which is wow. pretty uh, pretty fun. Yeah. And those were the times being idiots, not wearing helmets or like any gear at all. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, and that asphalt is not kind. No, much. that leads into my uh, next question. Uh, what's the worst road rash you've ever gotten from longboarding? Ooh. So we were ripping this road in Hamilton. And this was funny. One of the one times that I did gear up, all the boys are going, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm putting on my pads. Cause like, I'm not falling again. It sucks. And I'm like, you're an idiot. I'm like, come on. I just like changed my trucks or like adjusted them. Cause we were out doing some like freestyle or something. So I'm like, oh, okay, no, I'll be, I'll be fine. And then like halfway down, get the speed wobbles. So try to, you know, get down to, to uh, balance it out. But as that's happening, I'm slowly going towards the curb. And just hit the manhole cover, just like 20 feet, all on my stomach and my like arms. Busted my uh, my chin open. Had to get like 10, 10 or 12 stitches on my chin. Oh boy! Smashed up the helmet, and then basically my whole arms and whole front of my body, minus a little bit of my sternum, was just gone, just missing. Jesus. Yeah. So we. Yeah. Yeah. Just brutal. And it's like the worst pain because as soon as you try to go to sleep and like try to roll on it or like if the blankets get stuck to it, it's awful. The, and then the bandage changing every couple hours. How, how, long, did the, how long did those injuries uh, last uh, before they healed? Probably a good like month or two. Yeah. I... Good month or two. Oof, that sounds painful. Yeah. yeah, brutal. When I was in the hospital because I was just going to go to like shoppers and get some bandages, but then I felt my chin and it's like, oh no, that's the bone. You got to go to the hospital, but go to the hospital. And it's like the nurses just didn't give me any, like any time of day. Cause they were just seeing me for the chin basically. So I go in and I have asphalt, just everything in my wounds. And they basically give me this little scraper and like some bandages. And they're like, okay, you can clean yourself up before the doctor gets in. And it's like, what? Wow. There's me just scraping the road out of these open wounds with this basically just, yeah, like a scraper for the floor. So that, that sucked. How did, how did you get started uh, longboarding? That was actually through uh, my guitar player. He just showed up one day. Well, <laughs> the boys had always skated back in the day, as everyone does. So we had Skull and, Bones, Skull and Bones skateboard team where we used to film. This was the same time, like we had that band in grade eight. But we were never very good. And then one day, John just showed up with a longboard. He's like, yo, apparently this is the new sick thing. And it seems sweet. And then uh, I was like, all right. So we went out for one rip one day. Everyone was like, this is the suckest thing. Yeah, and just, just escalated from there. 
And then I'm the only one that still does it, which sucks. No one else does it. <laughs> were, have you, were you ever able to kickflip on a regular board? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know, I don't even know if I can kickflip. To be honest, I, I, when I was skating back in the day, the minimal amount that I did, I could, uh, I could always heel flip, but I could never kickflip. I was never that good. Yo, that was my same thing. I could always get my foot to go this way, but it never, like, how are you kicking it down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I basically just rode around all over shit. <laughs> yeah, over sewer panels and stuff. Yeah, like I that. could do that, though. I look comfortable enough that if people saw me just ride, they'd be like, okay, all right. Make it good enough yeah. for, yeah, right on. Um, do you listen to any music when you longboard? Oh, yeah. It's usually, like, rap, though. You know, stuff that gets you in the flow. Cool. Uh, yeah, like some, uh, you know, Hilltop Hoods or Atmosphere is a good one. Oh, you're uh, an Atmosphere fan? Yeah. Dude, I love Atmosphere. I couldn't tell you how much, actually, I really, I love Atmosphere. No, just, he's the best. Uh, I've seen him a couple times in concert, and yeah, he puts on a great show, he, and the new records that he constantly keeps putting out, uh, like, it, he, he just, he doesn't get bad. He's great. Yeah, no, he's always got a story or a message, too, which is sick, just with the nicest beats. I love that you love atmosphere.
let's get into some anecdotes. What are some of the wildest stories from being on the road or in the studio or like anything in between? So this is a good one. So this would have been grade nine. So I would have been, or like, I was going into grade 10. So I would have been 14. And uh, so this is when we were in Deceased the Spawn. And my buddy's parents were going away to Russia. So he was going to throw this big house party. And he's like, yo, you guys should play the party. And it's like, absolutely, we will play the party. Like, that's so sick. We load up, everything, uh, you know, set up, have a couple pints. For some reason, the PA or someone fucked up or I fucked up and I wasn't going to be part of the performance that night because it was the PA or something. So I was just kind of uh, like hanging out with everyone else, kind of watching. And so, yeah, we're having a good time, start playing. And then from this moment, I don't remember anything because, well, you'll hear in a sec. So this story's just been told to me by everyone else. We're playing and everything. And then all of a sudden, these five dudes just like bull rush into the uh, like the basement area where we're playing and go over to my one friend, Jeff, and just punch him right in the head. Oh, no. Like, knock, knocks him right to the ground. And then these five dudes basically just start stomping the hell out of him. Like, they're going to kill him. Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess I went up to, like, help him out. Didn't know what I was doing. Just tap this guy on the back of the head, or, like, the shoulder, and he just turns around and just goes, wham! Oh, no. Punches me right in the face. So, I guess I just went, like, Hulk smash and ended up fighting and knocking out, like, three dudes. <laughs> and as this is happening my guitar player is on the ground I, like this has just been told he's getting on the he's on the ground getting smashed by a pool cue so we bust he bust his arm jake uh the one drummer like he's fighting people everyone it just turned into this massive brawl and then there's our bass player matt standing against the wall with two guitars not doing a single thing <laughs> so as this is happening somebody had run into the garage and grabbed like one of those uh like revolving earth digger things that you like plow the plow the earth yeah yeah and ran up behind me and just two hands me like as hard as he can wow he splits open my head like cracks it all open but then he he leaves so i go to jeff and pull jeff the guy that was getting stomped because he's unconscious to the back of the uh, basement break a window, pull him through, and then proceed bleeding like an absolute maniac, to walking to the front of the, the yard and just being like, who did this? Like, who did it? Just looking to go at anyone. And so finally get my composure and go to the front door and knock, and Buddy's brother answers, and he's like, yo, get, get away from here. You're, you're, get out of here. And I'm like, oh, please help me. So Dan comes in and is like, oh, my God, let's finally get in here. The cops get called. The ambulance comes. I deny medical treatment because it's like, I got football tomorrow. I just got to go walk to the shoppers. And like, dude, you need serious help. So uh, they ended up getting calling my dad. And he came and went to get uh, it's like 15 staples or 16 staples or something in my head. We got a whole, like, massive uh like tbi like brain injury just kind of threw a whole kink into my life yeah that's probably the craziest wow. craziest kind of story <laughs> Is there, was there any particular reason these five guys like ran downstairs cocaine and assholes wow just freaking like those classic guys that just go it's like yo you want to just go fight tonight like let's just let's fight you want to fight just like yeah dicks yeah total dicks that's crazy 
That's a wild yeah. story, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that was probably the wildest time. <laughs> you got uh, you got any wildest uh, like what are some of the weirdest venues you've ever played? We played a uh, that one like we've only played two shows, so we played the community center in Beamsville, which was pretty sick because we got to play, and it was with Straight Reads the Line actually. Nice. Yeah, and but as I was playing in this band, my one friend was like, "I'm gonna start like a." It's gonna be sick. Like he wanted to start promoting some some local stuff too. Blood Ridden Productions. So he tried to get all these bands to play and like order the venue and whatnot. But he didn't really know what he was doing because he was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. So just the worst decisions you could ever make. To the point where he had to go to his dad at the end of the show and be like, Dad. I need like 600 bucks to play all these bands <laughs> goes to like the ATM at the vent, like at the building and has to pull out this money to pay everyone, which is pretty funny. A story I've heard too many times before. Now, have you got any wacky stories from being in the studio? Like I said, you recorded with Davis. Did you have any moments with him in the studio? There was a decent amount of smoke breaks. Always. Smoke, smoke breaks. Or uh, it was nice. We went down to the river a lot. You know, go swim and jump into the jump in. He not not too much with him though. He's uh he he was quirky, but like we were trying to play it safe because like we didn't want to piss off the dude that was like you know doing your music and stuff. Of course. Well, I'll leave that at that. Thank you for joining me. Uh, that yeah, wraps but... up our uh, anecdotes. Thank you. For, like I said, thank you for joining me on uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, where can all the listeners find uh, all your band social medias? Yeah, so we're uh, we're, we're at a band camp. Um, you can check it out. We got a, a link through our uh, Instagram mostly at last wretch last dot wretch. Um, but yeah, we have a whole bunch of stuff out on uh, band camp. We got some shirts. Uh, we got some CDs. Uh, we're getting some tapes made because tapes are a thing again. Yeah. So uh, but, uh, yeah, I know we're planning to have a full length done in uh, June. So I uh, get some new material going on the way, but uh, yeah. Right on. Well, I just received my f- copy of Last Wretch today in the mail. Uh, Fucking so th- right. Thank you for sending that. And uh, yeah, we'll end the show with Dead as Fuck. Thank you for uh, joining me today. Cheers, brother. Take it easy. You too, man.
There you have it, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode of Banecdotes. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Give us a high rating. Follow us. Check us out on Instagram at Banecdotes. That's B-A-N-D-E-C-D-O-T-E-S. And if you want to be a part of the show, shoot me an email. Banecdotes at gmail.com. Take it easy, folks.